said I do this for my culture To let y'all know what a nigga look like In a bulletproof rover In my mama's sofa Was a doodle popper Hair trigger Walk up closer Ain't no photoshopping Friends bipolar Grab your by your pockets No option if you froze up I always play the offense Looking going to work And selling work Late for work Working late praying for work But he on paperwork That's the culture Point the finger promote ya Remote location Witness protection They go hold ya The streets got me fucked up Y'all can miss me I wanna represent for us New revolution, what's up and moving? I'm in Argentina. Welcome back to the Big Small Talks Podcast, everybody. What it is, boys? 13th. 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 If you don't know who that is, that's uh, Kendrick Lamar. Uh, that's the Heart Part 5. He just released that today. Yeah, right? No, I think he released it a couple days ago. A couple days ago? Yeah. Damn, I'm behind. I was in Arizona, so I did not have any service yeah, or anything. Central, I mean, you graduated. Central time. What's up? And I'm graduated. Thank Congrats. You. Thank you. Thank Congrats. You. Thank Round you. of applause. Thank you. Yeah, it was cool. We got to see the Grand Canyon. That was have have you seen it before? No. It's beautiful. Dude, it's wild. It's You You yeah. go, you're like, damn, it's big. Dude, it's <laughs> huge, yeah. dude. Yeah. You could hear, it's like, and some people think it's fake when they go and they see it. They're like... Yeah. Not real. Yeah. Like, did you, well, hide, did you like, hide down and do it? We did. We went. We didn't go like all the way down to the floor. Oh, that we, takes way. That's so long. Yeah, yeah. Well, it was funny because we were passing by this guy because we got there like at five forty-five. We were trying to make the sunset, or I'm sorry, the sunrise. Oh, really? Oh, wow. But as we were driving, like it was already coming up, so we missed the sunset or sunrise, and we still got there pretty early. And as we were walking down, this guy was coming up, and he was like, uh, you know, just kind of huffing and puffing and all this stuff and we were we passed by him and he's like are you guys are you guys gonna go down to the floor today you guys aren't gonna go down to the floor today are you and we're like uh yeah like you know we were kind of were and he's like i mean it's gonna be at least another 10 miles like once you get down to the floor and i was like okay maybe we're not you know maybe we're not gonna do that today <laughs> yeah but we she had looked up a um an all trails trail and so we walked down i want to say about four miles and then there was like a lookout and we were about if we would have gone another two miles, we would have hit the floor. So it wasn't that bad. Um, and the incline coming up wasn't that bad. We we finished everything in about three and a half hours. That's pretty so, good. And so we did seven miles total. It was beautiful. The the one thing about that, doing a hike um, for the Grand Canyon is compared to, to, say, Yosemite, where you're hiking to the top to get the top view. You get that sense of achievement and, and wonder and, like, wow, amazement. Whereas with this, you see this crazy, you know, aerial view and then you hike down and it's not as great. <laughs> so it's a little anticlimactic because then you got to hike back up and you're just, then you see the views again. So if I did it again, I would want to do a backpacking trip where I start from the top, go to the bottom, backpack in there a couple of days and then maybe come out the other end or something like that. I think that would be pretty tight. Well, the crazy part too is that like when you hike down into the canyon, it gets like way hotter. Yeah, like insanely hotter. Yeah. Like I, I remember I went. I think it was like, I was like I was like fourteen or fifteen, honestly, when I went. We like hi- didn't hi- I only hiked down like probably like a few miles, honestly, like yeah. down to it. But then yeah. it was fun though. Like it's, yeah. it's super cool. It's it was really super pretty. Cool. Yeah, it was super cool to see it. It's one of the seven wonders of the world. It was it was great. It was a good experience. But yeah, so uh, I didn't realize that that came. I thought that came out today. <laughs> but that's <laughs> no. all, I mean, his album's coming out. What we said Friday. Yeah. 13th or whatever whatever is friday yeah friday 13th so man we're gonna have to have some sort of a, like a listening party or something like that i'm excited wanna, dude i'm excited uh, when did damn come out that was 2017 17 yeah wow. 
Yeah, it's been oh, a long time. Let's I know. go, baby. I know. It's going to be Kendrick Lamar, let's go, baby. Yeah. I think at work, like it's going to drop on Friday, and at work, that's all they're going to be playing all yeah, day. Yeah, dude, for sure. Yeah, because yeah, like, sure. we have like two of our designers are like hooked up to like a little Bluetooth speaker, and they oh, like perfect. switch off every once in a while. Yeah. And like they mostly just play rap, which is cool. Yeah. When I get over, I just put my AirPods in. Yeah. But like they, everyone loves Kendrick at work, so they're just going to yeah. be bumping it like all yeah. day. So yeah. they have sick. a track list yet? No. So we don't have no idea what the features so this is like the first. This is like the first thing that he's come out with musically. Well, he didn't even announce this. He just dropped it. He just dropped it. He just dropped it. Very Kendrick. He did it. He did a Drake thing. Drake does that too. Yeah, he just drops it. Just drops a Perfect. single. Yeah, well, because when you're that big, you don't have to promote. Like that's the goal is to get to that point where you like you can drop something and you know everybody's gonna listen to it. You know, I mean, it's, it's number one. Yeah, if you look, it says like the music video right here. It came out May eighth and it already has fifteen million views. Yeah, it's like no yeah, promotion. Two, yeah, two days ago. No promotion. Yeah, no promotion at all. And it's pretty good. Uh, if you haven't watched the music video on YouTube, it's pretty interesting. It's not like crazy enticing, but the the CGI or whatever that the, the face swap, the, the fake, face swap the, is insane. The deep fake, deep, yeah, the deep, kind of, yeah, deep yeah, fake, deep fake is pretty good. And with his hair, because he has like very you know like um, like froey, like that kind of long froey, like dreads froey kind yeah. of look. If he would have face swap with Jay Z, would have looked exactly like Jay Z. Yeah, that's exactly oh, his yeah. hair. That's he's like got a Jay Z. Yeah, he he's does. got a Jay Z haircut right now. But uh, yeah, we just uh, talked about Coachella today and music festivals and music, and it was a good time with our boy Parker yeah. ne- Nemo. Nemo. Yeah. Nemo. <laughs> I, said, I did that on purpose. I, I did that on purpose. You look at yeah. me, Mike. Nemo. Like, I'm like, I exactly Nemo. <laughs> or Parker N. Parker N. We had Parker N on the podcast Parker today. N. That sounds very tech, tech, tech guy. Parker N. Parker N. Fucking nerd. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like an IT guy. Yeah, yeah, exactly. exactly. Parker? Oh, let me get Parker in on the phone real quick. Oh, he's right, not I... doing anything on a Friday night, so. <laughs> <laughs> Can you make us some more underwear, please, Parker? In? <laughs> All right, everybody. Have a good week. Peace. Peace. It's Big Small Talks. It's Big Small Talks. Welcome back to the Big Small Talks podcast, my boy. In the booth. In the booth. In, in the PM. Without, without Charlie. It's okay. Yeah. He got like two flats, like this, the two flats this week. So he's like just. Flat tires? Flat like tires. In the week? Yeah, in the week. That's. Yeah. Fully expecting the Oilers to. Uh, <laughs> sorry. We're not watching <laughs> hockey while doing this podcast. <laughs> we, tried start podcast. This, we tried to start this podcast like four times. I know, like, huh? Wait, we're not, the levels aren't loud. Yeah, we're not. We're not watching. <laughs> we don't have hockey playing in the background. That's like not audience. That's not what that is. We're not paying attention to playoff hockey. <laughs> this is like why we're not doing the computer thing today because we want to have this going on. That's hilarious. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, so we need to talk about Coachella today because we both went separate weeks. So I think it would be interesting to hear how your experience went. You, you go to Coachella like every year. Yeah. I mean, I went the last like three times. I did three it, times. So. Okay. Were you going to go to the COVID year? Yeah, I had tickets. Yeah. I had tickets, but then I just, I held on to them the whole time. Right. So did they refund you? No. You just kept on to them? Yeah, I kept on them the whole time. Oh, okay, okay. I did, like, didn't really want to. I was like, I don't really want my refund. I want to go to the festival. You want to go to the festival? Yeah, because in the end, I was like, if I don't like the lineup. I'll just sell them. Sell them. Just, you know. Dude, were you yeah, pretty close when um, when Rage Against Machine pulled out? Were you thinking about it? I don't know. I feel like they initially announced the lineup, and I wasn't like super stoked on it. I'm like, it's going to be fun or whatever. Mm-hmm. And then all my friends still really wanted to go. And then I had two friends that were going, and they had never been before, and it was their first year. And they're like, oh, like by weekend one, by weekend one, and I was like, all right, like I guess we'll go, we'll go weekend one. Like, Do it's you fine. usually go weekend one? Yeah, I've ne- I've only ever pretty much gone weekend one. Okay. Well, actually, well, this year I went 
weekend one, and then I went Saturday weekend two. Oh, you did? Yeah, yeah we oh, met up for a little bit. Yeah, I went Saturday <laughs> oh, cool. weekend two. Just at the camping. How did, how did that come about? Like you just like somebody had an extra ticket that wasn't going to go on Saturday or what? No, he's bottom. Oh, really? We literally like we. <laughs> it was funny. Like the last weekend before, I think it was either the ending of Saturday night or Sunday. I looked at my friend, my friend Brandon, who I went with, and I was like, "You want to come back next Saturday?" And we're both like, "Yeah, kind of." Mm. So just there's people that I really wanted to see that I missed out on. Who and was I was that? like. Uh, the the band I was talking about before we started this, uh, Turnstile, Turnstile, um, them, and then just kind of like that was I was honestly the main one because really? I really really wanted to see them and they were on the same time as like uh, Disclosure and Chami and I really wanted to see Disclosure. Yeah, it's kind of a letdown to be honest. Really? Yeah. Okay, we can talk about that in a second. Yeah, we'll but, talk about that later. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so but Weekend One is like your go-to. You've never been Weekend Two, no, aside from this one day. Yeah, and uh, you camp. Yeah, I camp every time. Every time. I've only ever camped, dude. That's sick. I think I, if I if I did go back. I'm kind of like this this year kind of like was to me personally was like I can see myself not coming back for at least a while mm-hmm. and then uh if if the lineup is super super appealing to me um it would have to be very very appealing cuz like this this time around for me it was just kind of like whatever and I, I don't agree. know I don't know if it was because of the lineup or I'm getting older or I was sober I I don't know it like might have been a, an accumulation of those things but um, yeah, for me it was just I actually had more fun hanging out at the at the house with our mm. with our friends like yeah, what, uh, Wesley Cruz and stuff. It was just a it was a good time. So like overall, the experience was fun, right? Like I got to take my girlfriend; mm-hmm. she had never been. Quincy was there, Lauren was there, Soph was there. You know, it, it was a good time. Our, our homie Wes was there. I met up with Jack Matthews, who's a hockey buddy of ours. So like it was it was a good time. I had a good time. I but feel like overall, yeah, I feel like you're never not gonna have a good time, right? Especially mm-hmm. if you're going with like a bunch of fun people, but I feel like this definitely was probably my least favorite one. For sure. And I think it was just, I've talked to a couple other people about it too, and I think it was just because the one thing that was missing was like a really solid like band that was like a headliner, and they yeah. didn't have that this year. Mm. And they didn't have anybody classic. Yeah, they didn't. You know, like they I didn't. always look forward to like, I've seen ACDC, mm-hmm. I've seen... uh Guns and Roses, I've seen Outcast. Yeah. You know, there's just somebody classic where you're like, they're old, but like, I'm still going to go check it out, you know? The last yeah. one had Weezer. They had Weezer. They had Weezer the last one. They I, were really good. <laughs> we saw we saw Weezer at the um, uh, US Open for free in Huntington oh, Beach. Dude, yeah, 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 that was tight. Dude, Weezer's awesome. Yeah, it was super that was fun. Tight. Yeah, that yeah. was 2019? Yeah. Okay, so I guess I went, 2000, I went 2017, didn't go 2018, 2019, and then the last one. Okay. So. Okay. Yeah, so there was that big old gap. There's I mean, that's probably mm-hmm. why, too, like, there was this whole gap of, like, two years where there, you have this all anticipation. You are like, like, it better be good, and then it just kind of fell fell flat. Yeah, well, I mean, like, they me. didn't have Rage Against the Machine, and that was kind of, like, the biggest that was, loss. That was, that was it that was for the me. One that thing. Was it. I was, I was like, really? I was yeah. like, you're not going to have them? You're going to have whoever the hell else instead? I was like, that's pretty pretty lame, honestly. That was, that was the main pool for me buying the tickets initially was, like, sure. okay, like... You know, because I didn't buy the tickets the year that you bought them, the COVID year. Mm-hmm. But then because they didn't have that year, I'm thinking there is the chance that they're going to come back for this uh, 2022 year. Um, and so when they didn't, I was like, because oh, I really tried hard to sell my tickets. After, it was hard, huh? Dude. Well, <laughs> I, I stopped trying when I went on StubHub and saw that people were selling their tickets for $300. Yeah. So I was like, oh, I bought them for 530 I'm not going to lose $230 on these and then not go. Like if I'm going to lose money on it, I might as well just go. That mm-hmm. was my, that was my take on it. 
And then luckily we had homies who they had friends bail on their house. And so they were just trying to get people in to kind of like cover the cost, you know? Mm -hmm. And I told them like, you know, I can't afford what you guys agreed upon, but I can give you this amount. And like, because I have like five people coming, you know, at least that's something. Mm -hmm. And then they also put it on Reddit. And so we had two uh, people stay that we didn't like with us that we didn't know, but oh, they really? they were tight. They oh, were okay, super cool. chill. Mm. We we met up with them a couple of times, like in the venue and stuff too. But they were like super cool people, so th- that that it ended up being okay. You know. Have you only ever stayed in a house? Uh, we stayed at a hotel the very first year, and we cramped six people in a room. Um, the second year, Lauren Quincy and I actually met this girl at a um, Walk the Moon concert at the Observatory in, in Newport mm-hmm. or uh, whatever Costa Mesa, and um, and we got to talking while we were waiting in line and stuff. And she had told us that she lived in Indio, and so we kind of just developed a relationship over social media. And she had like offered to let us stay uh, over there if we ever decided to go to Coachella because at the time we had we none of us had ever been. And so we hit her up and she and her boyfriend who ended up being super chill, like we met him through that whole experience. Um, they let us stay there for like a hundred dollars for the whole weekend. What? Yeah. So we just slept. <laughs> oh, that's so they sick. had they had a couch and a bed in their garage, and then they just let us use like the entire house and stuff. And they were like maybe ten minutes like drive in traffic, like ten minutes like from the venue. Oh what? Yeah, cool. so sick. Nice. So we did that the second year. And then we also did that the third year. And then this past year we did it with Wesley and that was like a, that was like a 45 minute drive. Yeah. Like from the venue, which sucked. Like, yeah, that was like at the beginning of Palm Springs. Yeah. Like, yeah. Which it was fine. But also like when you're driving and you're not taking that shuttle, cause we didn't do a shuttle. I like, I, I just always drive. Um, it, it sucked to stay, you know, cause on Friday we stayed for all of Harry Styles cause the girls wanted to, to see him uh, and our buddy Alex and so we stayed and we were stuck in that traffic. We probably didn't get home till like three. Really? Yeah. Yeah. I was, I, cause I, I showed up with his girlfriend that night, Friday night, mm-hmm. and I was just waiting for them. And yeah, it was like halfway through the middle of the night. Yeah. So for Saturday and Sunday, we didn't stay, which sucked because on Sunday, uh, DJ Hansel was the special guest at the Do Lab. Yeah. And me and Lauren Sick. could have easily stayed for that entire set. Like it was seriously, mm-hmm. that was probably like the best set in terms of surprise expectations and just overall energy and fun. I think one of the biggest things for me this year, it wasn't even so much the quality of artists or performers. It's just that everybody was like super mellow tempo. So like I loved Giveon, I loved Daniel Caesar, I loved uh, Omar Apollo. Like, you know, I loved a lot of the people that I saw. But everybody was just kind of chill. Yeah. Whereas, like, it's cool to have that, like, little bit of diversity throughout the festival. But, like, I need somebody that's high energy, too, to, like, keep me, like, level. For me, I need some that's high energy that's not necessarily rap music. There was a lot of rap. And, and like, the there, always, is, there always is a lot of rap, yeah, though. And, and the thing is, like, even the rappers were cool. Like, J.I.D. was sick. Um, Denzel Curry was sick. Mm-hmm. I saw Corday. He was pretty good. I didn't know any of his songs. So like I was just more there for the environment and I was there with Jack and Wes and everybody. So mm-hmm. like that was fun. Um, I think my favorite over the entire weekend was, uh, was Giveon. Just because I, I had uh, really low expectations going in because Charlie had told me that he was pretty bad live. Mm-hmm. Like based off of his kind of just little bit of research that he's done like on YouTube though. Like it wasn't even like he's seen him before. 
And so when I went over there to see him, I was like, well, I know I like a lot of his songs, but supposedly he's not that good live. And he was absolutely phenomenal live. Like, it was so good. It was so good. So he was really tight. I actually liked Disclosure when I saw them. I don't know if they did anything different for, you know, like uh, for weekend two, weekend mm-hmm. one. So I don't know if it was the same set. Yeah. Um, we didn't stay the whole time because we tried to get a good spot for Flume. I actually, after experiencing Flume, I wish I would have stayed at Disclosure for their whole set and then been later for uh, Flume because I was actually having a good time at Disclosure. And then when I got to Flume, I didn't like it and we left. Oh, I like mm-hmm. Flume. Yeah. Yeah, I'm the opposite. Like, really? I didn't like Disclosure that much. Really? I'm like, I don't know. I feel like I'm a pretty diehard Disclosure fan. Yeah. And they didn't play, this sounds so weird to say, honestly. Yeah, tell me. They didn't play the songs that I wanted them to play. <laughs> <laughs> it sounds so shitty, though. It sounds so shitty because, like, they played pretty much, like, I mean, it was good. Like, it wasn't, yeah. it's not like it was bad, but it was just, I had really high expectations. Yeah. And it's the first time I've ever seen an artist that I have, like, really high expectations for them. And yeah. it did not, like, meet them, like, at all. Was this your first mm. time seeing them? Yes. Okay. That's probably why, too. Okay. Also, like, I don't know. They have so many good songs. Let me that, ask you this. Yeah. The songs that you like of them, uh-huh. are they old songs or yes. are they new songs? Well, I like all their, I like all their catalog. So even their new songs? Yeah, the new stuff's good. Their so, new album they just put out super good. Yeah, yeah, it's really yeah. good. But what, what were songs that you wish you could have heard that like you didn't hear? Can you even think of them off the top of your head? Yeah, like Help Me Lose My Mind, like okay. slower stuff. Like slower. Oh, okay. I wanted them to play like slower disclosure stuff. I didn't okay. want like hype the house, house, the the house music. Like I like that. It's fun. Yeah. But like their slow jams are so good. Yeah. Like they're so, so, so good. And like I was really hoping for that moment. I also feel like they had they had so many opportunities to bring out like special guests to do stuff live and yeah. they really just didn't do that and I feel like part of the Coachella experience when you see an artist is them like having surprise guests having special people and when yeah. I saw them they did, they did bring out Khalid to close out their set which oh, was really? cool what did he yeah. play? Um, talk? yeah damn yeah. dude yeah. I missed it. see I wish I would have yeah. seen that for Flume like instead of Flume yeah I love that song it's so yeah. good I like that song too but I'm yeah. like really like this is the song you're gonna play to close it out with right now like, you have so many better songs than this song yeah. I do mm-hmm. like that song it's a very good song yeah, yeah. I like that song but it's like, there's so many times I was like, ah, like, this is a good song, but I would rather this song. But it, made, funny. it made sense. I mean, on their point, just so, because I thought that way with uh, Flume. I was like, I'm trying to like hear just like other other songs that I want to hear, right? Yeah. But they're playing, he's playing songs that like, oh, these are what people could sing to kind of stuff. So I was like, I get it, but it just, because every single song I'm disappointed in a way. So by the end of the song, I'm just hoping for a song that's going to get me back, and then it just doesn't. So I'm just disappointed a number of times where it's like it's it kind of loses you. And see, with me, I think, and and this might be, this might be the producer in me that doesn't like this. I don't like it when they bring out guests. Like I feel like I to me, either. it takes away from the authenticity of the crisp sounding recording that they already have. So like for example, like talk is such a good song that i want to hear blasted on a loudspeaker system and then when they have the instrumental as the backtrack and then he's just there to sing on top of it it's like to me it does a disservice of the song because it's like this is a a real vocalist coming in here not playing with a real band now if they did see when i first saw them my the first time i saw them at coachella they did their live set yeah, I want to see a live so set like, from them really badly. That was absolutely like mind like blowing. Yeah, because I want to see them do a live They set were really doing badly. their drums, they were playing the keys, yeah. they had like everything going on, and they brought out like Sam Smith for that. And see, for that, because they were doing live instrumentation with him in there, there was a mix of the song and it sounded beautiful. So like in that situation, like that was like, okay, this is cool. But like when like a rapper 
brings out like an artist and then like they're singing over like the backtrack and stuff like that. I'll yeah. tell you what though, Corday brought out Anderson Pack. He's amazing dude, live. Dude, That's there's yeah. Anderson Pack yeah, live yeah. was absolutely Have you ever sick. seen him before? Um, not live. Dude, I've seen him just by himself. I like, do Anderson Pack by dude, himself. Amazing. He's I so cannot. good live. He's so good, dude. He's killer. He's, and so, he's good. so crisp and like oh, just his energy and then cuz it's that uh when are y'all stop f- but two guys, I can't say it because there's a bunch of N, N words in there. Oh, yeah. uh, three bad bitches. Oh, now one of y'all, you know what I'm talking about? You know which one I'm talking about? I forget the name of the song, but it's the, the one with Corday. Dude, it's such Wait, a good song. the one that's like a house kind of? No, no, no. It's oh. like boom, dun, okay. boom, 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 boom. Dun. It's like, yeah, dude, it's just so swaggy. And so Corday has his part out. And so... What he did was he did his part, and then it came into like the chorus, and then the chorus was a backtrack the first time he played it out, which is Anderson Pack. So he played that one out as like a backtrack. He rapped his part, and then they played the chorus again, and then during the chorus, Anderson Pack came out, and then he had laid down his verse. Oh, that's so it was like, oh, dude, it was just so crisp. It was just it was beautiful. That was that was a good moment. That was a good moment for weekend. But two, again, Anderson that's Pack. that's a song that you want played live. So I, and it, but and again, he didn't have a backtrack to it. Like he wasn't rapping on his backtrack. Like what I was saying for the like when they bring out the guests, I just hate when the rappers like have a backtrack playing and then they rap over it and you, they're breathy. And so like they they'll say like a couple lines. They're and catching then, up. And then they're they, like and, catching up to their own. Words. Or they forget. I feel like sometimes they forget. Like they're, it's they're, just they're lazy. Lyrics. Honestly, yeah, it's kind of lazy. It really is. It's like why are you rapping over your own like backing vocal track live? Like it's right. like why aren't you just like either just like. Like Vince Staples doesn't do that. Like Vince no. Staples will like there's or like Tyler the Creator doesn't do that. Right. They actually J- like put J- on like a J- show. JAD didn't yeah. do it. Yeah, I feel like when rappers don't do that, it's like cool. Like you're actually here to like rap yeah. and put on a show for me, not just like rap over your own like yeah. lyrics. MC sometimes. Your own yeah, reaction. exactly. Did you um did you see Madlib and um Freddie Gibbs for a little bit? That we we saw them for a little bit, and that yeah. was super entertaining. Like yeah. we don't we didn't know any of the songs. Yeah, but they did for those that like didn't go. Um, it was really a cool dynamic because Madlib is a producer, but he also spins and he DJs. And so what he was doing is he would play a song and then Freddie Gibbs didn't know what song he was going to play. So it was like Russian roulette. And then once he would play the song, like Freddie Gibbs would be like, okay, wait, 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 hold on, hold on. Start that over again. Cause like <laughs> I, I wasn't ready, you know? <laughs> and so he would start it over. He'd play then Matt or uh, Freddie Gibbs would start rapping to it. And then Madlib would be like scratching in and out of the the song to where he like would just bring out the uh, instrumental all together, and then Freddie Gibbs would be um, going a cappella, keeping tempo, keeping time, and then Madlib would kind of catch on and be like, "Oh, he's still going." So then he'd bring back the beat for a little bit, and then he'd bring it back out, and then Madlib would call it like the end of it. Like he would go until he was done, and then he'd be like, "All right, give me something else." And then like they would do, they they just kept doing that back and forth and back and forth. So it was just entertaining. Like you didn't even need to know the songs. Yeah. And for whatever reason, that tent, like the sub and the the, the system was loud. I mean, it was just like in your face, and we were all the way in like the back by the yeah. booth. So that kind of made it where you're like, okay, this is intriguing. That's the, like, this that's is like cool. the red tent with the chandeliers yeah. in it, right? What was yeah, it? Yeah, yeah. Not Yuma. The um. The uh, Gobi. 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 Yeah, because the Gobi and the Mojave's next to it. Did you ever get into the Yuma tent at all for anything? A bunch. I went to the Yuma tent a bunch of times. Oh, dude, we couldn't get in there at all. We tried. I we, went there, like, I saw, like, some of my favorite artists I saw at the Yuma tent. Yeah, that yeah, yeah. There was a, there was a couple I like, people. It's just, like, a little, like, like techno, like, yeah, tent thing te- in there. It's sick. Yeah. Did you see Fatboy Slim? Yes. Oh, I did. Was he good? Yeah, he was really good. Yeah, he was good. It's, it's one of those things where I was talking to my friend about it who I went with. We were talking about it afterwards, and I was like, 
like a lot of the samples and stuff that he played were like old and basic, but it's like those are his samples. They're his. So you, so you have to like respect like the samples that he played. It's yeah. not like he's using so, samples no. from like a bunch of other yeah. people that are classic. No. Like he actually made those. Yeah, exactly. So yeah. it was super, super cool to see him. And he's just such an OG and it's definitely yeah, yeah, like yeah. a bucket list like type of thing for me to like see him there. Had so. you seen him before? No. I hadn't. Like, like I artists I saw there that like fat yeah. line. The only artist that I missed at the Yuma tent that I wanted to see was uh, Purple Disco Machine. Okay. But I'd already seen him a couple times, so I wasn't that mad about yeah, it, you know? Yeah. But I mean, I saw Peggy Goo, the Martinez Dude, how brothers. Was Peggy Goo? We tried to get in there for Peggy Goo, and it was like, the line was like, out the festival. That's what everyone said, dude. Everyone said it was crazy. Was to be she, honest, she's okay. She was okay? I have like, never seen her before, and okay. like, she's a lot of hype behind her, and she's okay. really good. But the problem is like, right after her, there's this uh, duo called the Martinez brothers. Okay. And I love the Martinez brothers, yeah. and they just burned the tent down. Yeah. Like, their set was like, well, so good. Well, we think that's why... Peggy Goo was so full was because the Martinez brothers were right after. I mean, people just like the Martinez brothers yeah. too. Like they're right. also super popular. Yeah. Like really, really like solid. Like they play Ibiza every summer. Like yeah. they're really, really popular DJs. Like they're super. I've seen them before too, but like they were really, really good that yeah. time. So plus like a lot of my friends that I go with, they all like techno. So they want to be in that tent a lot right. of the times where right. for me necessarily, like I don't want to be in the Yuma tent all the time. Yeah. It's not like, it's cool. I think it's fun, but I think Coach Alla has more to offer than just House music. Yeah, or if techno, you're gonna go honestly. to a house show, go to a house show. Yeah, like, don't which, go I mean, to Coachella. It's cool. Like yeah, it's yeah, sick. Yeah. I feel like we spent. I think what what happened to us the first day is we had tried to go see Purple Disco Machine and the line was just so long. We're like, if we want to get in line for Fat Boy Slim or someone, like we have to leave the set we're at a little bit early. Get in line. Give us that. Like we left like 30 minutes early for the set or whatever. Like to see Fat Boy Slim because we knew we really wanted to go see him. Mm-hmm. We we were at Duck Sauce before at the Sahara mm-hmm. tent mm-hmm. and Duck Sauce was awesome. Like yeah. super fun. I would totally go see them again. Yeah. Super fun. Like vintage, like yeah. house vibes. Like yeah. super, disco super vibes, fun. Huh? Disco, yeah, it was yeah, super fun. Vibes. But we looked at like our watches. We're like, yeah, we got to leave to go yeah. see Fat Boy Slim. Yeah. And we're glad we left. It was super cool. Yeah. Like it was fun. Yeah. So. Yeah. Yeah. I was just, uh, I was telling my girlfriend that was like, it was just kind of frustrating this time around because I know that this is just part of like the whole festival like uh, issues is that you're going to run into like conflicting like schedules and stuff. It was really bad this time. This year is just like every single person that I wanted to see. There's like two or three people at the same time. I agree. Dude, stretch it out. I know. You know, everyone was was from like six to like nine. Like everyone was good. It was, yeah, it was so bad. It was so bad because like they could have easily started, you know, having like good headlining people four o'clock, three o'clock, you know? Just like just to stretch it out a little bit, but it just seemed like everybody started like around five, six, and then it was they, they were all playing at the same time. Yeah, like I agree. All of them. I agree. I don't think they would like those artists would like that either. You know, because it's like, well, like I have these fans, but like I know half these people are gonna want are thinking about right. leaving somewhere else because yeah. to see that as and then, other person. And see, and then I hate doing that. Like I hate not being able to watch a full set. Same. Like it just yeah, it just yeah. blows because it's like. You got to get a spot. You got to leave. Place. You got to walk. I got to pee. Got to whatever. You get a drink or it's whatever it is. Whatever, yeah. It's not like you're just going from set to set. And then you're, you know, walking with, you know, two to four people, five people. They have, they, they have to do their, their their thing. And so, you know, the, there was one year where I went just Quincy, and uh, which is my sister, um, and, our, and myself. And that was super chill because I was on nobody's clock because she's super independent. You know, go do your thing. We'll meet up. And that was the year that I saw, I went, we were watching MGMT and at the time I wasn't really, I'm still not like crazy into them. So we were watching MGMT, Kid Cudi came out. And so I was like, all right, this was cool. I'm going to go to the Sahara tent to watch Dylan Francis. And so I I went to the Sahara tent, watched Dylan Francis. And then I was like kind of towards the back. And then after his set, everybody pulled out. So I went more forward. 
watched Fatboy Slim after his set. Every pulled out, went forward, saw Empire of the Sun when everybody was done, pulled out, and then I so by Skrillex, I was at the rail. Nice. And I was sober that year too, and so like I didn't need to pee, like I didn't whatever. Uh, the uh, VIP guys uh, were handing out water bottles to people at the rail, so I got oh, nice. water. Um, there was a dude that had a backpack and he had like uh, little orange uh, cuties and he was like passing out orange cuties. So like, you know, and uh, so I made a little community of friends there because everybody that was at that rail was probably like 10 of us. We all ditched our, our crew oh, really? to like do the, exactly what oh, we did. Cool. And so I was like, oh, this is cool. And so that year I actually we uh, Quincy and I took a, a totem pole. We had a wood uh, flagpole and then we put a, um, a, a noodle, a, a pool noodle over it. So it was blue. And then I like tied or taped a Mickey Mouse like stuffed animal on top. And so I had her carrying that thing. And so like uh, she texted me and she's like, hey, I'm here. And I look all the way in the back and I just see this like Mickey Mouse like up top. And then I was like, I'm at the rail. And she's like, F you. Like, like you're not, like, I hate you. And so from Empire of the Sun to the beginning of Skrillex, she was able to get like maybe like halfway. And uh, it was cool with the, the, the friends that I had made there. Uh, we made a, a chain. And I was like, "Hey, that's my sister. Like, we like, I'm a, like, we got to figure out how to get her." And they were like, "Oh, let's just like make a chain." And so we all like just locked hands, and like this big tall guy was like, "Are you Quincy?" She's like, "Yeah." She's like, "I have your brother." He's like, "What?" And she's like, "Come on!" And like grabbed her and like brought her over to me. It was it was tight. So we got to watch like Skrillex. That was during his mothership tour. Yeah, that was that was the that was the debut. Yeah. Of that, of that, uh, sta- his stage of, of, the, of the mothership, yeah, yeah, the, the yeah, super rad, Dude, honestly. It was absolutely sick, That's like, insane. It was one of the, that was like one of the like greatest, just like experiences of like, you Skrillex know, like when he was Skrillex in his prime, you know, yeah. he had just came out with uh, recess and stuff. So it was just like, dude, this is so sick. That's crazy. Yeah, dude, it was wild. That was like, that was like a cool Coachella experience. And see, I didn't like have any of those this year, you know? So I, maybe that's the comparison. I mean, that it's I'm definitely, making. it's definitely like a, an age thing, especially I how many so. how many festivals and shows we've gone to. So it would ha- like it would have to be like Skrillex back to back, fucking like Jimmy Page or something to really be uh, like whoa. That'd be like it would, ha- yeah. I just feel like there's like a perfect example. Is like oh, I was there and I saw MGMT. Like they didn't have any like yeah. I don't know. I mean, maybe I had to sound old, honestly, but they didn't, I feel like they didn't have any like solid indie bands there that I was like, oh, cool. I really want to see like this band. Like the last yeah. time I went, I saw the 1975. Amazing. Yeah. Like, they were so freaking good. And I was like, yeah. oh, this is so good. Like that set blew my mind. And like, yeah. I knew a good amount of their songs and stuff. And it was fun. It was funny because like we're about to go to that set. Well, actually, we're at, we're at the set before. Like I forget what the other tent is called. It's like a small like tent where a lot of like the smaller like indie yeah. bands play. I think it's called yeah. the Gobi. Gilby. I think is yeah. what it's called, yeah. yeah. And we were seeing this band called The Frights, and I had seen them like a bunch of times. They're really good. Yeah, I um, mean, it was cool. And like my group was about to leave, and there's these two girls in our group that were about to leave to go see the 1975. And mm-hmm. like, oh, we're going to see the 1975. I was like, can can I go with you guys? You're like, do <laughs> yeah. you like the 1975? I was like, yeah. Yeah. And it was just me and them two. And we just like yeah. went, and we're like kind of in the back. We're like, oh, it looks kind of empty up there. And we like end up going like really close to the front. This yeah. is the main stage. Yeah. Going like super close to the front, and like we're really close, and it was super fun. And like everyone there was like just singing the whole time. And yeah. It was super super fun. Like I feel like. I feel like I didn't see any sets this year that I was like, wow, it was like kind of mind blowing, honestly, right. you know? Yeah. Yeah. Cause like, uh, let's see, we saw, there was this one year, the year that me and Quinn went by ourselves, uh, we went and we saw Vance Joy, which was, you know, it's acoustic singer songwriter, but mm-hmm. he's, like, he's still super sick. And, uh, we, there was this, it, it's f- just funny how it happened. There was this one girl who her phone died and she lost her friends. 
So, and she saw that I had a charger. So she's like, do you mind if I use your charger to like charge my phone? You know, I lost my friends. I was like, yeah, of course. She's like sitting next, standing next with us. And we're like, like just hanging out, you know, cause we're watching Vance Joy. And I was like, you know, just, you can literally watch the whole set with us, like, and just chill and not worry about it. Cause like, if you want to watch Vance Joy, like might as well just chill. Like you can use my battery pack. So she got to enjoy that. And then I was like recording and there was this dude behind me who was really tall and he was recording and this girl took a photo of us because she thought like we were friends because we were both like singing along, like almost <laughs> crying basically to like one of the songs. And so she like taps us on the shoulder and she's like, oh my God, you guys look so cute. And we're like, dude, like, you know, like we're just like, we connected. And then so all four or five of us were like, what are you guys doing right now? Like we were going to go grab like a beer at the beer garden. And they're like, that's what we were going to do. So we just like go to the beer garden and there's like, okay, we're going to go see cascade. You know, we'll see you guys later. And they're like, we were going to go see cascade. It's like, Oh dude, let's go see cascade. And it was that year that he had like 80,000 people like at the main stage, oh, like, yeah. which was like record breaking. Yeah. Yeah. And so we went to that and that was absolutely like ridiculous. And then I think we saw, um, I forget the band's name, but it's a female vocalist that was also main stage. And then we saw Drake. And so we just like developed these like friends. Like we literally were with them the entire Sunday yeah. and Drake was, you know, I don't even like Drake, but Drake was yeah. super fun. Like Drake, like was that hits? Any, dude, that's can, all it was. Like the thing is with Drake is like, yeah. you want to like, cause like, Oh, it's just Drake. But no, like you, Drake comes up with the song. You're like, Oh, it's good. Yeah. You're like, yeah. 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 You're yeah, like, yeah. You're like, you want to like dislike it for some reason. And then you hear it. You're like, no, it's good. Like it's that's, good. Like that's, he, uh, he writes hits. That's like another thing that we were talking about. Like the aging thing is that, um, I know when I was younger, like I was definitely way more open to just talk to anyone in line and then like just be, oh, we're going to go here where we're, watching, we're, we're with our ladies now and we're not <laughs> really thinking of like just making friends to hang yeah. out with, you know? Yeah. But that was a great aspect because it's like you would have never, this is like, especially for me, someone that were, were able to do that, like I would never do that outside a show. But like in right. a show, it's a whole different universe. Yeah. Well, it's kind of weird because like I feel like I never really noticed it on weekend one in the past, but I feel like weekend one this year, whenever I went, everyone was like kind of an asshole. Yeah. Yeah. Everyone was kind of a douche. I was like, why are you guys all so mean? Like in the past, everyone's <laughs> been so chill. And then I went weekend two Saturday and everyone was so nice. I feel like everyone's saying, excuse me. Everyone's really chill. I feel like weekend one has had the, re and, and this is just me being biased to only, cause I've only been weekend two, but I feel like what I've, what I've heard from weekend one is like, Weekend one is the people that go there because they want to be like the first and the greatest and like the ones that experience it the most. And that a lot of like the influencers and the famous people and they all go there so that like that's their whole reason for going is to be like top what dog or whatever. Whereas like the weekend two people are like the people that like are just chill with like going, you know, and they don't want any of that like clout. Yeah. Like they don't they're, they're not there for that. I it's, just go weekend one just because I feel like the special guests are better. Most of the time, like with really, the and I and feel stuff. like weekend two, they have to always outdo weekend one. So like weekend two is better, like with the guest. Like it's like oh, like we we had like this was really good. Weekend one was good, so we have to make weekend two even better. And that's not to say that every artist does that, but like I feel like some artists do. You know, sometimes, yeah, sometimes, sometimes is the sometimes. case. Honestly, but, I mean, again, it goes back to that whole thing. Like you're yeah. always going to have a good time, and like the guests are always going to be like pretty decent like you when know, you like, just mm -hmm. like you know you just maybe were like two people before people. like dealing with like that really that sweetheart they it's do, true though you just have i mean because if you just run into one and then if you run into a second like asshole and you're like well like what's up with this what's up with this whole festival right now you're like you're you're equating it to like a whole festival of people yeah 
Because I've had people <laughs> tell me in the past that when they've gone weekend one, they felt the same way that like everyone's super rude. But like this is the first year I've ever gone, and like people were kind of rude or like. And you did first time they, you went to the second week, so you could kind of yeah. compare. Yeah, the second weekend everyone was super nice. Like the second weekend, everyone's saying excuse me as they're going by. If they bump into you, like oh, I'm sorry. Like weekend one, people just like ramming their shoulders into me, just not saying anything. I'm like, okay, cool. I'll just go fuck myself. It's fine. You know, like it's like whatever. Oh, uh, that would be a funny uh, sketch or something, just to like totally like uh, compare the two. And then just to put that in there, because I feel like if I don't know, I haven't looked this up, but I wonder if there are like um, like video blogs about like people maybe that feel the same way. Like I went to for first week and second week. First week sucked. People sucked. Second week was like I wonder if that's an actual thing or like a Reddit, sub, like a subreddit. Yeah. Well, I even feel like it's to the point <laughs> now too where I feel like if I end up going next year, I feel like I'm probably gonna go weekend too. And I feel like I'm going to get an Airbnb and not camp. Oh, really? I like camping a lot. It's just, a, you it's just do exhausting. I love camping. Yeah, I'm super exhausted. Because we got there Thursday morning. Yeah, like our we, friend Jack got there like at four in the morning or whatever. when, And they had to like roam around the area to get like a good spot. I think they got like site eight though. Oh, like So they line? were like super close. Yeah, dude. Honestly, I mean, this camping year was probably one of the best campsites I've ever had because we had 10 spots. Yeah, we had ten spots, so we had just like oh we had just like just five like back to back rows like this, you know. Wow. And we took like half of half the rows took like three or four of them or whatever. Yeah, actually no, I think we had like I think we had ten back to back spots. So we had twenty cars. Wow, we had twenty cars. So we took That's six wild. of the spots, put everyone's tents on that side. Yeah, just had like a row of six spots. Everyone just put their easy ups up, yeah. and the other like four or five spots, whatever, just like chilling, partying, drinking, like, <laughs> and then me and my friend Brandon, like, he brought his DJ deck, so we would just sit oh, there and just, sick. like, spin music. So the first day oh, we were dude, just sitting there just, like, spinning and drinking for, like, seven hours. That's it was sick, super, dude. super fun, yeah. That's so, super sick. So campsite was awesome. Like, I love yeah. camping this year, but it's yeah. just, like, it's really exhausting to, like, get up every day. Yeah, like, yeah. you go to bed at, like, you know, whatever, two in the morning. Yeah. You get up at, like, seven in the morning because it's so freaking hot. And you want to shower, know? right? You get up, you go, you get in line to shower or whatever. Yeah. And then this year, I, I haven't in the past, but this year I paid for showers. Mm. There's like the super like duper showers and yeah. it's like ten bucks. Totally <laughs> worth it. Super duper. That's what showers. they're called. It's like it's totally worth it though. Yeah. Like you go and it's it's, it's like really clean. Like you have like a big old like space <laughs> and like a stall to yourself and stuff. It's really nice. Yeah. So it's totally worth the ten dollars. Yeah. But I feel like by like Sunday, I was just getting up and I was like, dude, I'm so fucking so tired. kind of segueing because you're you speaking about next year. What besides for you know a number of house shows you're planning to go do like mm-hmm. regarding big festivals, what do you think you're gonna probably be doing? For next year like is there things you're not definitely not going to do again you're just going to give well, time, what's been your favorite things? festival so far that you've gone to ever yeah coachella coachella's been for your, sure. your number yeah. one yeah just because i feel like uh, probably my favorite year i went i don't know if it's my first or my second year honestly mm-hmm. they both have good good things i think the first year it's like you go and you really don't know what to expect and it's just so like crazy being there, right, you know. Right, you're just right, like, yo, right. like this is insane. Right. Like it's so cool. Yeah. And the second year you go, you kind of know what to expect. But the second year I went was when I saw uh, Tame Impala. Okay. And like mm. that was like that's like my favorite band. Right. And just seeing them live was just like magical. Yeah, like, yeah, it's yeah. So, like, They're so good <laughs> I was, live. I always look at the old Coachella lineups too because I like I, I like look at the people that I missed mm-hmm. before I they the got sa- big. I feel the same I'm just way. Like, Damn, I miss all those yeah. people. So if Coachella, do you like Coachella because it's the variety of music? Yeah. Okay. So yeah. so then going to like back to his question, like with other festivals, do you like going to festivals that are a variety of music, or do you typically go to just dance music, EDM music festivals, and then Coachella is like the only one that has that like variety? 
No, I mean, I've gone to like Life is Beautiful and Life stuff beautiful. like that in the past. Okay. And I would be down to go to Life is Beautiful again, but yeah. I didn't like the lineup that much this year. Yeah. Okay. I thought it was just okay. Yeah, same. And I think that the last time I went to Life is Beautiful, like the group I went with was all right. But I feel mm-hmm. like if I went with my friend group now, it'd be better. Better. Is that but, with your brother? Yeah. That, that was yeah. your brother. But the, the problem, not the problem, but like the thing now is my friend group that I have, like I, no one in that group. I wouldn't say no one, but they mostly just listen to house and techno. Okay. And that's it. And I feel like I have more of a variety of music than other people in there, Based. which I mean, yeah. this is one of those things. So we always like go to shows all the time and stuff that are all just yeah. local in LA. Yeah. And it's, I think it's just cause it's so accessible. Mm-hmm. I feel like there's just shows like happening like that every single weekend, you right. know, yeah. for that. And it's like, it's like 25, 30 So bucks. do you think you just kind of get over it? Like, because you go to so many like shows, like in terms of like going to like an actual festival for like just dance music. Or do you still uh, enjoy going to those dance music festivals? No, I still enjoy it. It's you fun. Still, yeah, yeah, you still do. But like it's gotten to the point now where like, like let's say like a lineup will drop and I'll yeah. be like, oh, I feel like I've seen everybody already. You've seen everybody. Yeah. yeah. So it's pretty rare when like there's a lineup that drops and I'm like, oh, like I don't know who that is, which I guess now it's like pushing me to go into like more like niche markets to like sure. go to like maybe smaller shows of artists that aren't as big that I still want to see that badly, you know? Have you been to Life is Beautiful? Um, not Life is Beautiful. Lightning in a Bottle? No. No. That's one of my list too. Like, yeah, it's yeah, happening this year. Cool. I just ended up not like going this year. That's up north. Mm-hmm. That's up. Yeah, north. yeah, yeah. They've, I've heard, they've I've moved, heard about a good things a lot around, but yeah, um, yeah it's, they're the ones that do the do lab at Coachella. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Did you like the do lab this year? Yeah, the do lab's cool. I mean, the, it's the, so dude, big now. The we, I know compared to the how, first year that I ever went. It was like this tiny little tent with those LED panels. It was like it was like a treehouse. Yeah, that's what it looked like. It was so small. It was so small. The first year I went in 2017, it was like this tiny little like house thing, and now yeah. it's just like massive. It's, it's, it's like a its own it's, tent. It's its own like festival. But like, I, stage I, now. I like I really liked it over there because it wasn't packed. Like for me, the the, yeah, the, the even the, at DJ Hansel, even at DJ Hansel. I mean, I, I went over there. Um, I, it was during um. I was falling asleep at Harry Styles. I mean, I really tried. I was like, I want to just see, you know, I want to give him like the benefit of the doubt. Wait, and, like, I had no see. other choice. Cause yeah, there was really nobody playing. And like, you know, all Quincy, Alex, Gabe, they were all there. And so I was like, you know what? I'm just going to, you know, chill out. There's nobody else I want to see. So I'm going I'm to be here. Man, he almost put me to sleep. And it, and I don't think really? it was because, yeah. And I don't think it was because he was bad. I, I, again, just, it was, it was yeah, one of those things yeah. where I was like, I'm older, I'm tired. The, the type of energy level I don't know any of his songs. You know, I just, I didn't have that connection. And um, my back was kind of starting to hurt. So I sat down and then I put my my hand on like my, uh, or my head on my hand. And that was just a bad move because I was just like, <laughs> you know, like like mm-hmm. dozing off. And so I was like, okay, I need to go walk around or do something. So I just told him like, I'll meet you up front. And so while I was walking around, I was like, I'm just going to go check out the do lab because it's it was really close to like the entrance, you know? And uh, there was, he was playing some... Um, uh, I don't know who the person was, but he was playing some like uh, um, what's the drum and bass, the liquid li- liquid drum and liquid. bass. And I was like, oh, perfect. This is this nice. was yeah. at the do lab. <laughs> nice at the or, do lab. Okay. Yeah. Did you ever go to um, that middle stage, like the, the Arctic the experience, dude? That dude. was so sick. Have you dude. Been, had you been before? No, I, that oh. was that was never there. That was never there when I attended oh, what? in the past. Yeah, I that, that must be there was three some, years. Some new. treats. There. I mean, it was there in 2017 when I went. Amazing. I think the last year I went was because I think I went 13, 14, 15. I think. So oh. I think my last year was 15. They oh, didn't okay. have that experience right yeah, there. Yeah, it's crazy. Every time I would walk by it, um, a lot of times like they would just play like pop, like or just like hip hop beats. The, the only time we were there chilling, like the last day, they were playing just hip hop, which was cool. But as every time I've walked past it, they played either drum and bass or like very glitchy, like experimental yeah. bass. I'm like, yeah. what the? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
and I, and that's yeah. why. So like on Friday, I I started calling it the igloo because yeah. it just looked like an igloo. And I, I was joking around with my uh, my girlfriend because somebody said, I think it was Lauren, it was like, so are we meeting at the Igloo? And I was like, yeah, yeah, we're meeting at the Igloo. And then I like kind of like leaned into my girlfriend. I was like, I'm really happy that caught on because I was really trying to make that a thing. <laughs> and, I thought, and because I'd, I just, I'm, I'm not knowledgeable of all the geography yeah i'm like that's what it's called obviously yeah. why wouldn't it be called a g- igloo <laughs> at the coachella no <laughs> i know but um, but still even like quinn in the text message is like okay are we meeting at the igloo i'm like yes if if you're like you go inside it did you go inside and see the visuals and stuff inside of it no you didn't dude, i didn't know you could go inside it <laughs> what? i'd never got that close dude you go i would just stay you... by the outside of the speaker <sighs> i would literally sit by the speaker and like no, listen to the music there's not even like trap music inside what are you talking about like you go inside and it's this crazy i think we're thinking of a different thing no, it's a white circle thing. Yes. It's like an HP, it's the HP dome. And then it was two DJs DJing back to back. Yeah, what? see, we're talking about something different. So, what are you talking about? like, literally, there was like this igloo oh, thing. Oh, I know what you're, t- you're talking about the half thing. That thing was weird. Yeah. That thing and was so weird. there would be one DJ on this side and one DJ oh, on the other okay, side. Yeah, we're talking about separate things. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah, this this guy right here. You're talking that about guy, like, that guy. Yeah, yeah. It had the, a bunch of holes yeah, and stuff. Yeah. And the projections on it. At yeah, night yeah, yeah. Were, like yeah. the craziest yeah. thing ever. Yeah. The, the light thing was. It was like weird experimental so, base. So it was like, weird because okay, it was yeah. like, so if this is like the dome. You had one DJ DJing on this side and then one DJ DJing on this side. Mm-hmm. And they were like literally back to back. Yeah. And then instead of the speakers going out, they had two speakers on the outside. Mm-hmm. So when music wasn't playing on the main stage, that volume got turned up. And so when they were doing yeah, the set, was, when they were crazy. doing the set changes, like they were going off. And so that was like the meeting spot because from there you could go to the do lab or the Sahara. And then it was facing the outdoor tent or the main stage. Yeah. So it was like a really nice like meeting spot. Um, and the like first night I was there, I was like literally just sitting in front of the speaker because he was playing like, it sounded like Charles the first stuff. Like it was sick. Yeah, like it was like, it was exactly like super tight. Like. Yeah. Dude. Did you go to, you know what I'm talking about though? The I HP don't, No, I don't know what you're talking about. I know. I know. Oh you're, my gosh. I know what you're talking about. I, oh, I've never been there. But what, where was it? So it's like, you know where the Heineken house is? Yes. Okay. It's, it's, I didn't go that far back. See, I it's like either. next. It's like in the very back corner of the okay, festival, okay, okay. and like you get in this line and you sit in these seats in it, uh-huh. and you sit back like this. You're like literally like sitting back like in the chair and looking at this like dome that's around you, okay. and it's like this insane like computer animated like visual sequence. And they put it to um they put it to oh my god what's it? they put it to Odessa. Oh, okay. So it's Odessa music playing, and it's just like this. It's so hard to describe, yeah. honestly. Yeah, it's yeah. like the most insane like. I don't even know. It's like it's crazy, like yeah. crazy visuals, just like yeah. insane visuals, but it's so beautiful at the same time. But yeah. you hate Odessa, though, right? So you would have, yeah, I don't, yeah. Like so you've been like, oh, guys, like this is beautiful, but I got the good music, whatever. But like, like, yeah, like the year, like the year before they had done it, like they yeah. did it with some Rufus music. They did it with the okay. Underwater by Rufus Dussault, okay. you know. And it's just like it's yeah. super, super Ooh, cool, and tipper. it's huh? Imagine some Tipper. Yeah. Well, the first the first year I went, it was just like experimental bass sounds mm. and just like this crazy like, like liquidy kind yeah, of like, yeah, yeah, f- just like transforming yeah, kind yeah, of stuff. Yeah. Mm. I didn't I didn't like any of the people that were at the Heineken House, so I didn't like yeah, who go. Was, dude, I don't the, even I don't even the, know. The first week and then I went uh, the closing out because I didn't realize the Heineken House closes at nine o'clock at night. I didn't realize it closes so that's, early. That's never been a thing before. I know it closes so early. I was like, what? So we. That's really, that's Yeah, because the closing person that night on Friday night, I think it was, or no, it was Saturday, because we had like just seen Flume and we're like, all right, like, I don't really know who else we want to see yeah. tonight. That was like who I wanted to see the most today. Um, and then closing out the Heineken house that night was Thundercat back to back Flying Lotus. Yeah. Which right. I'm like, what? That would have been sick. Like, I would have been so down to see that set. Yeah. And we're like, oh, we'll, we'll go there afterwards. Like, cause it was literally like 
yeah. like 9, 30, 10 o'clock at night or something, yeah. you know? Yeah. Or like maybe 11. We're like, oh, it's still going to be open. And then we get out and we go over and it's just closed. We're like, what? Weird. Yeah, it was super weird. Yeah, that's weird. Yeah, because yeah, like back in the day, like when we went, I mean, they got like huge names. There was like a Never Say Die takeover. There was like yeah. Eptic, Abstract, Valentino yeah. uh, yeah. Con. Or... I mean, last time I went, I saw like, uh, oh, what's his name? Oh my gosh, he's like a dubstep DJ, something like Midnight T. Yeah. We said Midnight Tyrannosaurus Rex. <laughs> yeah. And he was just like, that place yeah, yeah, just, yeah. 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 just yeah. going. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah so, so, but that crazy. was like during the day. Like, yeah. I went there last time during the day. And now it's not like, because I feel like before it used to kind of be this little like white, like mm-hmm. tent thing. And now it's just like big outdoor. Big old green like, tent. Big old, it's not a tent anymore. It's like outdoor. It's like oh, an outdoors. Really? Like the whole backside of it's open. Oh. Yeah, which is cool. I saw it from afar, but I was just like, again, like yeah. I didn't have any reason to go over there. So I wasn't going to walk that far because it oh, was yeah. all the way on the other That's side. All the way in like the very far back. It seems so big this time. Like and especially the first, oh yeah, the first day, I was like, I kind of got turned around like a couple of times because mm-hmm. I was like, the, they 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 messed me up by putting the Sahara tent on the right. like in the front, yeah, because I was used to it being way in the back, like the, where the Heineken tent was and at, like where the bath between where the bathrooms, yeah, were. yeah, yeah. But yeah. that was a clusterfuck every time because you'd go there, yeah, and the bathrooms were right there, and people would just flood out of that way, and it's yeah. just a traffic jam every time. I I, li- I liked where they put the Sahara tent, and yeah. I like. Do you like it when the tent is like long ways or do you like having it like the horizontal the way it is now? Like, or does it matter to you? Like visually, it's better horizontal. Visually, it's better how it was before. Yeah. But like people management wise, it's yeah. much better now. Oh, it's much yeah. better now. Yeah, it's way better now. Because you were able to come from the side. Like yeah. all you would do is walk around the side by the bathrooms. Yeah. And it was just clutch to have the bathroom right there yeah. with the water refill station. Yeah. Like that was so yeah, like, you just, nice. No one was there. That was like the empty. Nobody was there. Because the everybody side. wants to walk in from the, the closest side. side. Or yeah. the, the beer garden, right? That's what I didn't know. I would have gone there because people were, were watching that stage. From, from that beer garden. garden right there? Yeah, yeah. yeah I, had, nice. I had no idea you could even do that. I didn't even look that direction. Yeah, yeah that was really nice. <laughs> well, they have they have beer gardens like purposely like uh, placed like where you can actually see and hear the stage that you're near because the they have a beer garden by main stage a beer garden by the outdoor stage um and by sahara mm-hmm. yeah so um, yeah yeah they, they and by and by the dew lab too. yeah and by the dew lab yeah, yeah they pretty much have one like everywhere they yeah they pretty the much the only have one thing as i wish that's the i think that's the worst thing about <laughs> i think we've been shitting out this whole time yeah. <laughs> the worst thing about coachella is you can't have a drink in the festival have a drink yeah Kind of but you know what? Well, There's just, so many ways around it. Well, it like, just forces you to go back to 1920 and fucking smuggle shit. Yeah. Smuggle your daddy's moonshine. I mean, I have like one of those little like uh, plastic blast things. Blast things so I could like fill it up with like we brought tequila and stuff yeah. on the campsite. So we could just do that. It was weird that uh, they had zero frisking and zero checking yeah. of the bags. Did well, it you? depends. I had a camel bag. So uh-huh. they would like stop me and like kind of look in mine. Dude, I had a full backpack and I opened it. And they just looked in and they're like, you're good. One of the, the, the second day on Saturday, I didn't even need to open it. I had to go through this like metal detector. That's it. Yeah. They said, just yeah. go just this walk. way. And they're yeah. like, I bought four seltzers, an ice pack and a bottle of tequila. Inside with a- you? Inside. Every, <laughs> it, like on Saturday and Sunday. With all the confidence right? in the world. We're like, yeah, they're not going to check. In the yeah. Game. It was like, it was weird. It was weird. The second weekend that I went, like several times, like we were in like the Yuma tent or we were at like the Mojave stage, like the outdoor stage or whatever. Mm-hmm. And like there was like security guards like walking through like with like flashlights like checking people. And oh I was, really? Like, I was like, oh, what? Like I you? saw two instances of what I thought was um, undercover cops, but uh, I saw like no repercussions. I didn't see anyone get stopped. I didn't even really see a lot of fucked up people. No, not really. No, but I I just I wasn't don't feel really like, looking. But I just don't yeah. feel like that festival is really like that anymore. 
not that it really was to begin with, but yeah. I feel like since the EDM boom has kind of really like taken a, a, a step down, um, I feel like those kind of like crazy like ecstasy heads, you know, that are going to be like like big ol' eyes and tweet. I like saw Dumont for sure. Yeah, I mean, um, of course you're going to have them, but I'm saying a major- like when that EDM boom was like like heavy and that know and that and do. that Sahara <laughs> tent was like more packed than the main stage that those couple of years. I mean, that's all you saw was a bunch of people with their shirts off and like just like you know, geeked they, out. yeah, just yeah, tripping, yeah, just tripping, tripping out, it's like just like grinding their teeth and stuff. But I, again, I think it just goes to the type of music that they had. It was a really chill lineup. Like everybody was super, super calm. It was like so. Like I just didn't seem like this would be the time to do any of those like upper drugs, <laughs> you know, for mm-hmm. for that. Well, and some people just don't know what else to do. It's like all they've taken is ecstasy. So like yeah. even it's like oh, I'm gonna see here the styles. Well, I guess I'll. Some pills or whatever. <laughs> that sounds awful, honestly. That sounds terrible. Yeah. It's like you're just like the just whole time, just like, this, like just like yeah, this watermelon sugar. It's like unknowingly, unknowingly, you're just like looking down. Just can't even sing. You're just clenching them. Watermelon sugar. Yeah, no, that's the music style. He's making a speech, and you're just like, yeah, yeah. You know what I noticed? Again, I don't know if this is just like my age or if it's the times, but like everybody had to make some sort of like social political like whatever like kind of speech like they which always i get it They've like you know you that. have a platform you have a voice like you know i get it i think if i was up there i'd probably do the same thing but it just it gets old after a while when they're all saying the same thing yeah. you know like well, live your dreams and yeah. like you know like be nice i just yeah. like dude just shut up but the thing rap. is like a lot of <laughs> but the thing is like a like <laughs> shut up playing music yeah, already. We don't, <laughs> because we don't care about that stuff but most of those fans especially they're diehard like they actually like almost need that like it's yes. like oh my god like i could like live another day without killing myself yeah because you said that it's just us that you know, could see that's what I'm saying. Know. I think maybe it's just like an uh, age thing. It's well, I think and an awareness thing too. Like I don't think back in the day, mind you, you know, I was doing a bunch of illegal things. But I think maybe like I just was like in my own like in my own space. I wasn't even thinking about that anymore. Like you know, even if they said something, I was yeah. distracted. I think like, so too. It's like it's like if every artist says it, like you know, because like, it's their moment on stage. It's their one time they're gonna say it that weekend. Yeah. But then for every artist, it's their moment on stage. It's their one time they're gonna say it that weekend, and then it turns into everybody. And you're but just like, all right, it, like this is the fourth time I've heard. But this it's today. like I don't. But I don't give a fuck about like Eprom's stance on social economics or like something. Like, right. I'm not as seeing what he's gonna do to help me live a better life. You know, right. just, I just like the sounds he makes. Yeah. Yeah. It's just. And and again, it's rep, uh, repetitive because they're all saying the same vague kind of like message. you know message, and it's like, dude, we know, like we know this, like you know, this yeah. is what your Instagram's for. Like, if you want to post it's about true. it on your Instagram, like your followers can can hear that. I paid five hundred dollars to like you know listen to you, so please just sing. <laughs> did you um did you go to emo night? No, I really wanted to though, dude. It, it be happy that you did it. It, it was sucked. awful, dude. Really, it was, it was awful. So bad. Yeah, have you been sucked. to an emo night before? I have. I've been okay. to the emo night, like legit, the legit ones, like yeah. in LA when they were first like blowing up, like standing in line and everything yeah. like that. Did that one? That was that was pretty tight. Like that was like OG, like right when before they like blew up because they just were just. Pl- it was like they were just playing a list of songs right yeah, there was no they, interruptions yeah really, and or... it was like it was raw like all they would do is play the song from beginning to end and it was like the classic jams and it was the 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 culture are you talking about when no, you went? the og oh, okay, the og yeah. in la like i think it was at the echo the echo plex oh, yeah. yeah super tight saw them again 
at um, Life is Beautiful. But again, because, okay, so you know how Life is Beautiful, like you have your outdoor stages that are just like the festival stages. Like the but two they, main stages, like yeah, the two big ones. Yeah, yeah. but then they have um, a couple of venues and bars that are open on that strip. Yes. Okay, so they had a theater in there that was very similar to a club. And that's where they were performing. So it was very closed in. Like they had uh, the the fog going and stuff like that. Very grungy kind of like, mm-hmm. you know. And same deal. Played a bunch of the classics. Like no fluff. This time, I mean, they had EDM remixes up the, the bing bong. Future bass. Like and- future bass. Like just like what are you doing? Like it would be like uh, Mr. Bright Eyes. Going into it's Mr. Bright Eyes. Dun 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 dun. It was like you know those big chords with the samples. Yeah, yeah. Oh my god. And they were just two. They were just they were just big hype bands about it. They were just running around the stage like you know jumping up and like all this kind of stuff. It was just so hacky. It was nauseating, especially when they're not doing anything. Especially like I think one only one person was like kind of DJing, and the other guy was just running around. And then they had special guests. Yeah, like they had um, Papa uh, Papa Roach. What's his name? I don't know. uh, Jablomi. Jablomi. Uh, Is that the singer? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, 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 (laughs) That was his name. Is Jablomi? Is that really his name right now? Well, and then (laughs) and then they they had some some forty one come out. That was kind of cool. I didn't they know played, who it was at first, so until I asked, that was cool. They had uh, playing my teas, right? Come out. Oh yeah, he's I wasn't the there for that. I wasn't there for that. Man, it makes me really sad. They had a bunch of shitty EDM remixes of stuff. Yeah, oh dude. yeah, no, I would have been. If lame. I really was like a diehard for these bands, I would have been fucking pissed. Yeah, I'm like, what is this? Yeah, That's and and especially like we saw them at their OG. Like we know what they were capable of doing and how they got to that point. It's like. Why are, why are you changing that up? And I get that you want to adapt and you want to grow and you want to get bigger. Yeah. But still, like, if you're playing Coachella off of doing what you were doing, you know, just maybe keep doing that. But you I know, think they're just in a weird position where it's like there's no creativity, good good answer. So it's like they have to just pick. Stay true or get bigger because that's going to probably grow Probably a bigger, but that made me even um, more mad. The audience. fact that if they're getting bigger off of what they did, that pisses me off because like it was just so bad. You know, I hate their their fans. I mean, then, but I mean, that's, that's the, never the, been. But that's never really <laughs> been a thing, though, right? This is like the first time, like I DJ think of, of like of someone stuff. just playing like this old genre of music and yeah. trying to reinvent it to hear it on a big sound system. Dude, we we should uh, start DJing classic rock hits. That'd be sick. Like at a festival, like listening to. Like like Jimi Hendrix or like Led Zeppelin or like but some Bob Marley, stuff, but the off stuff where like people just, don't like, really know. Mm, but you, I think you have to play. Some you have to play, you'd have to play some bangers though. Yeah, because like, people play aren't going to care. Bangers. Yeah. yeah, you would have to. You would have to just like like uh, what would be like a good play like Baba O'Reilly by the Who, dude. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Like get yeah. some classic, and then once we get a big audience, start doing the like the stunts that like Alice Cooper or like Ozzy Osbourne would do, like just kill the birds, like, the <laughs> just, like do rituals, just yeah, do devil <laughs> worship, and you know, yeah, totally, that's exactly what I was. That's exactly what I was thinking. <laughs> <laughs> I know what you mean, though. Just that would just be played nonstop. I think that I think we were talking about it in the car. It would just be fun to have a stage where, like, not to get big, like, so. The thing would be, where it's not like the artists are playing a time slot for this stage. It's just this stage is dedicated to playing good classic rock hits where 
kind of like on your downtime, if you wanted to go check it out, like you could. Because I feel like that's what the do lab was, right? Initially, it was just like kind of a pastime. Like if you didn't know what to do and you wanted to just kind of maybe uh, experience or or discover some new music, like you could go. But then it just progressively got bigger. I feel like that would be a really cool idea for a festival like Coachella where they kind of have a history of getting classic, you know, old time artists there to perform. But like people that are dead, right? Like you wouldn't be able to see Kurt Cobain, but like to hear Kurt Cobain on a big old sound mm. system that would be kind of like that would be kind of cool. Do you think the the emo night people they have to pay royalties if they're I was playing talk, it out? I was I was thinking about that with Erica. The thing is, they're DJing. So like mm-hmm. for example, like when you DJ a house song, like you don't pay them royalties. If anything, it's free promotion. It's if you make money. It's yeah by selling. Yeah, and they the they have their own branding, so it's not like they're selling like the band's logos or anything like that. It's all emo light emo nights branding. I think yeah, that'd be interesting because. Um, I mean, I think there's, there's potential for lawsuits. Like, let's just say sure. if the band's like, we just really don't want you to play that. And sure. if they're like went against their wishes. So, and maybe, and maybe that's happened. So maybe their catalog has diminished and maybe that's why they're like having to incorporate <laughs> like the with, remix. Yeah. Maybe. Mm. But cause they didn't play like all time low. Really? Nothing from all time low. Well, they didn't they play, play Mr. Brightside, which I'm like, that's not like emo They're like i don't know like it was very like it was it was like that it was, alternative it was in, rock yeah era. it wasn't very there was no there did was they play a lot my of chem- did they play my chemical romance when we were leaving they played uh welcome to the black parade okay yeah it's like they've they when i when i went they played like all time low paramore. uh paramore but they paid they played a paramore song but again it went, went into a remix but, yeah. I've yeah. only I've never been to like the OG like emo night. I've been to like yeah. one of like the other ones. Like yeah. just like a, I went to like one on like Riverside, but it was a live okay. band. Oh really? Well, see band. that's the thing. That's they cool. they have they have connections with the bands, and that's why I think they are okay with it because mm. these bands are kind of outed. Like yeah. they're outdated. Like yeah, they're not this, doing anything. They're getting anyway. refreshed into the exactly. But what about game. that? Oh, I can't remember what the name of that festival is called. That's happening in Vegas and like oh yeah yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. that was that, pretty wild. That shit looks like a scam, honestly. It, didn't it? It's like all it these like bands, scam. and even in like the day, bands, and right? even the bands didn't know that they were playing it and stuff like that. Well, it's, and it's one day. It's one day with all those bands, and I'm like, how are you gonna? That's a shit show. I think they did yeah. the calculations, and they said like, if every band plays on one day, they each get like 20 minutes, like 30 like a 20 minutes. minute set. Yeah, and it's like, does that include setup and set down? You no. know what I mean? Like, it's no. like, how is that gonna work? Kind of like you're yeah. talking about on like uh, all these uh, acts like being on top of each other. Yeah, like that's gonna be times 10. Yeah. No, well, it's only one stage, though. So you would see everything. No, I think it's... No, it has to be at least... I think it's at least two, two. or three stages, honestly. I think it has to be. There's no way it could just be on one stage. There's That's way true. too many bands. That's true. And it's just... And Unless I have they're friends. playing at the same time, just in be- <laughs> yeah. behind... Yeah. <laughs> well, they're ever... on a cycle, like, a, like, yeah, a, like a rotating like uh, thing. Well, I, went, I forget what festival I went to. I think it was like a really small festival at the observatory. Uh-huh. And they had it like in the parking lot observ- at the oh, observatory. The, it, was it like the alternative, like kind of like electronic rock music? I don't remember. Like, but like it, MGMT kind of style stuff? No, but it was like, they had like two stages like next to each other. It, okay, was, really, it was really okay. weird. So like the crowd would like move from like one oh. to like the other. Like it was kind of weird. So I don't know if it'll happen like that necessarily. Yeah. I don't know. I had friends who bought tickets to it and I was like, I don't know. Like it seems like kind of a shit show, honestly, yeah. to want to see everybody. Like what, I totally- When is that? I don't know. I think it's in the fall. Oh, I'd be very interested to like just look up, like be updated on the news. And oh, I just want I'm like very curious to see how it's going to go down. 
Right. Whether it's going to be good or not. Yeah. If it's fantastic, like, good. Like, yeah. I'm so happy everyone bought their tickets. They had a great time. I don't want it to be a shit show, but I yeah. think it's going to be. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. Exactly. like, I hope yeah. everyone has a fantastic time. Yeah. And gets that everything words. goes smoothly. Bands go like, great. The bands are sick. Yeah. I hope yeah. it's awesome, you know? <laughs> but, yeah. but in reality, I don't know. Yeah. I don't think it's going to happen. Don't go to the front line. Yeah. Don't go to the front line. Well, especially like with the whole like Travis Scott thing, you know, like having people like raid the stuff. It's like, yeah. I don't know. Like when you have like those. That uh, recent uh, rap uh, festival that was at um, Glen oh, Helen. The Smokers Club? Yeah, like that was kind of another shit show that I heard. Oh, really? I think 21 I Savage was coming on. 21. 21. What did I say? No, I don't know. That's what he, <laughs> oh. that's his tagline. <laughs> yeah. oh. 21. 21. Yeah. 21, 21, 21. Yeah. Um, and because I guess in the the floor, the, the floor, uh, the pit, standing pit. Yeah. Yeah is just this narrow entryway and they would stop and then people were just doing the whole thing of just jumping the gate and it was chaos mm. and he played I think two songs and then Shut it he down. stopped and uh, Kid Cudi I think only played like he was like the headliner headliner yeah, to yeah. close out and he only played like 15 minutes or something like that no way really yeah like he, I don't think he played the whole thing wow yeah I didn't even hear about that's that. Glenn Helen like yeah. that's a lot of room yeah I don't I mean I, Glenn Helen's cool it's just kind of a pain in the ass to get in and out of yeah, better than I better been than there ever, dude. I mean, I've only ever been to. You know, it's funny. The first concert I ever went to was at Glen Helen. What was it? Uh, Kiss and Aerosmith. Oh yeah, when I was in like third grade. Ooh, what a wild! Dude. That was crazy. <laughs> yeah, my dad took me. We were. We, I was just uh, showing Erica had never heard of a uh, weird Weird Al Yankovic. Oh really? And so uh, we dude, were. That's funny. Yeah, and we. I was showing her today in the car. <laughs> I was like, you have to understand that like he's not only rearranging the words, like completely rewriting the words. But he's having his band play every single instrument mm -hmm. in the original so that they don't have any copyright infringement. And then he's making music videos that completely copy the music videos that originally came out and then does his own theme to him and stuff. It's like a genius, you know? Like, if even if you don't like it, it's just like, it's it's genius, you know? He's hilarious. It's so funny. It's so funny. And so we, uh, I was showing her, like, I, sh I showed her fat. Yeah. I showed her, uh, like, a surgeon and, like, all this kind of stuff <laughs> yeah. like that. And we were, she was like, this is so stupid. But she was kind of laughing, so I was like, cool. Well, yeah, like, it's yeah. like, because I, I remember, it like. stupid, like, that's the point. Yeah, I remember mm -hmm. figuring that out when I was, like, I don't know, like, 10 years old or 11 years old. And yeah. I was like, what is, this is hilarious. Yeah, like, yeah, this yeah, is so yeah, funny. Like, yeah, yeah, that was, like, one of the first pieces of music uh, my dad showed us. Yeah. And because my dad's, like, when he laughs, I mean, you laugh. So when he just sh was showing us all these stuff, I would that was when I would have a CD player. Yeah. So I would bring the CD player and all the the albums like in the car, right? Yeah. And just yep, just hilarious zooming. But just to 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 go back, uh, while I was showing Erica these things, they're coming out with a uh, it's called Weird, and it's a Weird Al y Yankovic uh, movie, and the guy who plays Harry Potter is uh, playing Weird oh, Al. You know, what? I did see that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Daniel Radcliffe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. I, did see that too. I, I, I just I just want to see. I just want to. I just want to see it sounds, just to see what it is. That was funny. Yeah, like, yeah. Seeing, like portray that character. Yeah, how he is and right. Stuff. Exactly. Yeah. Like Harry going from Harry to Weird Al. It's like <laughs> <laughs> <I know. laughs> you're really yeah. coming up in the world, baby. You made it in Hollywood now. You're a musician, Harry. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, he has probably so many opportunities to do so many things, and he's just like, I'm just gonna take it easy. I did that was part of most of my life, so I wonder. I'm do this I, well, quick. but I wonder if he's running into that whole issue of like, uh, remember um, Carlton from Fresh Prince of Bel Air, uh, Alfredo Alfonso? Yeah, Alfonso. Alfonso. He basically couldn't get any roles because everybody thought of him as Carlton. So, like, every time he would have an audition or whatever, like, he just... And same with, like, Urkel, the guy yeah. who played Urkel. Mm -hmm. 
Jaleel, Jaleel, Jaleel White. Yeah, Jaleel White. Mm-hmm. Like they always saw him as Urkel. So like his acting career just stopped after that like childhood role. But and he so. makes now he has his own like weed company. So he's just Jaleel. Going, yeah, he's just going off of that. Oh, there you go. I mean, good for him. I think he was on Steve-O's podcast. I haven't gotten to that yet. Oh, that's a good podcast. He's, yeah. He gets pretty good. He gets really good guests. Really so good just guests. like Frankie Muniz is on there. I only saw a clip. Oh, really? That would be an interesting one. But basically he was yeah. just saying like, uh, like the whole time, like I wasn't allowed, like my, this was the good case of like my parents, of a parent having the money. Cause yeah. a lot of times like they just end up spending it all. Yeah. So by the time he was out, he didn't spend any of it. Didn't do drugs or alcohol. And he had like, you know, fucking like millions, millions and millions and millions. Wow, but I don't I haven't gone to like how he got. I'm gonna listen. To, I'm gonna listen to that one. Steve-O's podcast. Yeah, mm-hmm. oh, yeah, we'll yeah, check some, that one out. yeah, he has yeah. some good. We'll cast. Check that one. Yeah, he has, I like, bet you he's gonna get Lindsay Lohan on there at some point. Oh, that'd be good. That would yeah. be a good one. That would be a good one. I know my friends. I have and f- Mary Kate and Ashley. Keep both them on. I want to know. <laughs> I want to know both of their stories. I want one of them on there each individually, and then I want them both at the same time. Because I feel like they're at the age now where like they probably just don't give a fuck. And yeah. It's like right. Spilled beans. You know. Yeah. Just let it all out. Yeah. Really. Well, one of them's like. Dating like I think like a sixty year old or something like that, like super old. They look terrible. Yeah, you know they look so. Because <laughs> well, you I could, don't, I don't know what they look like. They're like know. like really thin, really just, thin. They look pale and healthy. You could tell like they're just smoking packs a day. And you compare it to their sister. I think it's um, Elizabeth. Elizabeth. Yeah, the one that's in all the Marvel movies. Their sisters in Marvel movies. Yeah, yeah she's, she's the Captain America. Not Captain America. What, I don't know. What, she has female America. She, Whatever the freaking. What's the dude? What's the red dude? The, you talking about the the robot guy? Not the robot guy, not uh, uh, Iron it's, Man. It's it's a series on no, Disney. He's, he's like English. He has an English accent. You're talking about yeah. uh yeah. yeah 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 a series on Disney, the one where it's like a black and it goes from black and white to that's their sister. That's yeah Elizabeth Olsen. Yeah, that's her younger sister. She's in X Men. I think that's how you really? first started. Yeah, I, did not, I never knew that. Yeah, dude. What? And she looks great. <laughs> she does. Yeah, she's. I mean, beautiful. Yeah, it's like she has all the reason to. Yeah. Wow, he's kind of blew my mind right now. I was like, what? I was like, what? I was like, I, I literally never put that together ever. Yeah. I feel kind of dumb, to be honest. That's kind of funny. And now when you look at her, too, you can kind of see the resemblance, mm-hmm. too, because they do look like sisters. Yeah. But, yeah, that's funny. Should we wrap this up? Yeah. Yeah. Um, trying to keep these under an hour now. Yeah. Close to it. Yeah, close to it. Something like that. He checked it, and he gave me he gave me the he gave me the, the little helicopter, the little helicopter like, baby. Wrap it up. Yeah. <laughs> Let's go to bed. <laughs> You've had your ten minutes of fame, Parker. Yeah, like wrap right. it up. <laughs> well, it's nice to have like these ones because it's like now that we've done like a couple of the introductory ones, like now you just like come back on and it's just like you just start talking. You know well, what yeah. I'm saying? Well, it's not an interview. Yeah, and we didn't really t- touch on music that much when you were on the last time. So it was more about graphic design. Just like. Making yeah. underwear. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. So this is just a perfect transition to the next podcast where we just talk about blackouts and drugs. Perfect transition. Perfect. Perfect. <laughs> yeah. Well, uh, before we before we go, what did you guys think about G. Jones's uh, sets? Because we saw G. Jones before I went to uh, Arizona. Well, kind of like we were saying, like just we were at the the Nova Theater, formerly the Microsoft Theater, across from. Um, the Crypto R Us Center, formerly known as Staples Center, fucking piss me in off. Los Angeles, California, in, Los Angeles, in the United States of America, uh, Indian Territory, um, <laughs> whose ruler is J- Joseph Biden, <laughs> yeah, formerly Donald Trump. <laughs> yeah. Um, so it's just like your average theater, right? With the like the um, with the seating upstairs, we were downstairs, and it was pretty fucking hectic. Um, but just from the small area that we were from behind. 
Um, I thought that the quality of his music was good. I heard some stuff that I knew already. Uh huh. He played some, uh, it was like some EPROM, yeah. which I appreciated. Yeah. Um, and the sound was good. So, yeah. I thought it was sick. That was my first time ever seeing him by himself. Really? Yeah. Sick. Oh, it was cool. Super cool. I was really looking forward to it. Yeah. So it was cool. I yeah. do wish we had a better spot to like see everything because yeah. I'm very much, obviously, like, I'm too. very much a visual person. Me too. So I want to see what his visuals look like, right. especially with someone like G. Jones, where I know he puts a lot of effort and work into right. the visual experience of his shows. Right. You know? So I do wish we would have saw that a little bit more, but I think that overall it was sick. Like, I just I, think the theater kind of sucked, but he was, I, he was good. And I think that like his uh, stage setup for that theater. Like, I don't, I don't think it was big enough. Yeah, you know, so like I think his visuals were so like profound, like they were just so great. But to put him on a little screen because they had a small screen because the venue was small. But then even on the the TV screens, like in the back, it was like literally a TV screen. It was yeah. it was like a, a screen at a bar. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And so that just seemed like interesting why they i wonder why they chose that venue because there were so many other venues in la that they could have chose i mean it must have had to do with money the timing maybe they wanted to go to 1720 or something and then like there's just bookings was like oh this is the only profitable uh profitable place i'm sure i'm sure there's reasons for it but it just seems like at his level uh, and kind of like you were saying when the there's so much effort and and time put into the visuals because that's what he was promoting is like i got a new album coming out and i got these new visuals but I agree. I think the sound of his music was really good. Um, I thought the visuals were superb. Like, they were super, super yeah. sick. I really, really like his black and white aesthetic. Mm-hmm. I thought that, like, because uh, Brendan and I first saw him at uh, Second Sky Music Festival the first year, and we had never seen him before. I had only heard about him through Lauren, but I had actually never heard of any of his music. And that time, we were blown away with how loud his music was. He was louder than Porter. Mm-hmm. And I don't think that has anything to do with like the audio engineer, the live tech. I think that it just has to do with like the production of the, the music. Consciously, is like, I needed to be this. Yes, exactly. And so um, kind of the same deal. Like he, he really like kept the standard for me because I was kind of like, oh, I'm going to see him again. So like, I wonder if it's going to be like underwhelming, you know? Um, but it, it it was really good. I enjoyed it. So I'm looking forward to his album. And I would like to see him again in a in a better setting. I want to see him at yeah, like a definitely festival. outside. Yeah, yeah. Like a, yeah. On like because I because I saw him back to back G Jones at Hard yeah. Summer. Yeah. Insane. Yeah. Like insane visual experience. Music was yeah. superb. Like yeah. sound was sick. Like it was yeah. super super cool. He saw a little bit of uh, Charles the First. That was one of his last shows. Oh yeah, really? I saw Charles. Oh, the, that's yeah. the one time I'd ever seen him too. Yeah, that's so, crazy. Yeah. Yeah. We saw him at the El Rey, which the El Rey was fine but like i would have liked to have seen him like on a big sound system like you know at a festival like in a dome like like at fucking shambhala or yeah that that would have been sick crazy because like the el rey was like it's like a or the roxy we saw him at the roxy oh really yeah like it was like small it was like a chandelier no no no, it was el rey it's el rey there's kind of like a dance yeah it was almost like same same deal it was literally like the roxy okay it's same size same size so i was like oh like this was cool and i was sick that day remember i had like a sore throat and stuff <laughs> pre COVID, pre COVID. Because this was that was the beginning. That was like two or three weeks before we saw Shades. Oh, really? so I saw oh, okay. Charles the first. And I saw Shades. Yeah, and Alex Perez and Ebro. Yeah, yeah and now we're just waiting on those dates too. Yeah, cool. That's a little thing. Well, we'll, <laughs> we'll have to have you back on and talk about those times. Definitely. Yeah. <laughs> All right, dude. Thanks for coming back on. Thank you, everybody. Where's this camera? Thank you for everybody who tuned in. As always, like, subscribe, share this podcast. We can't grow unless you grow us. Water our plant. We're water plant. our plants. We're the plant. Water yeah. us. Yeah. We already created the fertilizer. We just need the sun and the, the water. 
<laughs> they're like, um, I'm skipping. This yeah, video. they're like, this is <laughs> terrible. By the end of it. All right, y'all. Have a good week. Peace. Thank you.